What's happening, everybody? I'm your host, Jamina Aisha, and this is Coffee Before the Chaos. Hey, y'all, what's up? What's happening? What's cracking? I'm your host, Jamina Aisha. This is Coffee Before the Chaos. Happy Monday. I hope everyone had a fantastic week since I spoke to you last. It has been very yucky, nasty, and like dreary, low-key. Well, actually, high-key for real. I don't even know why I say low-key um, here in Ohio. Um, and I'm in Dayton, Ohio. It's been snowing, freezing rain. And I also seen um, on some IG stories that Georgia, um, I think close to Atlanta, um, got some snow. And even um, some other places that normally don't get snow like that had got some snow. This winter has been super crazy but y'all know what that is that's that global warming for you but you know we're not about to get into that but what we are going to dive into real quick i'm not going to spend too much time on this topic um this is something that i could spend a lot of time on but i because it can get real deep real quick but um there was a video clip uh, circulating on, I saw it on Instagram. I'm not sure if it was on Instagram first or Facebook, Twitter. I'm not sure, but there was a video clip that was chopped and screwed, if you will, put out by CBS, if I'm not mistaken. And y'all can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I believe CBS put it out. I believe CBS is the one that chopped and screwed it, but, um, Gail King, which is Oprah Winfrey's bestie, did an interview with Lisa Leslie. I'm not sure which day it aired or whatever have you, but of course it's after the tragic death of Kobe Bryant and the other individuals that perished in the helicopter crash. So um, the interview was, about the totality of Kobe Bryant's life. And within this a video clip that they put out, Gail King asked Lisa Leslie the question, and this is not verbatim. Like I said, if you have not seen it, you can go back and look at it um, yourself, listen to it yourself. But um, Gail King asked Lisa Leslie a question pertaining to the 2003 um, incident and trial that Kobe Bryant was involved in when he was accused of raping um, someone out in uh, a woman out in Colorado. And forgive me, I don't know the woman's name. I did not do my due diligence and research her name for you guys. I apologize for that. But um, um, so it was. She was asking a question pertaining to that, and the question was was something like this. Like pretty much, she had asked. Lisa Leslie, who was a very good friend of Kobe Bryant, um, she asked Lisa Leslie, is what happened in 2003 something that should be attached to his legacy? That's pretty much a synopsis of the question that she asked Lisa. Now, Lisa Leslie answered beautifully. Okay, her response pretty much was, it happened in 03 and that's where it should stay. And... Um, Gail King then followed up with some 
you know, statements about like, but Lisa, of course you would say something like that because you're his friend, you know, and that, um, and like I said, this video clip, it was chopped and screwed. It was edited. Um, cause like I stated previously, the interview was about the totality of his life. Now, like I said, this particular subject matter can get real deep real quick. I am in no way, shape, or form trying to be disrespectful. I am just speaking about an event, an occurrence that occurred. So I, I really hope that no one takes what I am saying, you know, the wrong way. I, I really hope not. But here is my plight, okay? Snoop Dogg and other black men whether they have a small platform or a large platform such as Snoop Dogg or even people that don't have a platform, they just have social media and they have freedom of speech to say however they feel or whatever they're thinking, went to social media. These individuals have gone to social media and they are dehumanizing and ridiculing Gail King and Oprah Winfrey. Now, I had some banter and some dialogue with an individual on my Facebook page, um, on my personal Facebook page, with, uh, I had some dialogue with this individual. Now, this individual, I knew him. Uh, we went to uh, middle school together, and I believe he was at my high school for like a year or so, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, so I know him. He's not a complete stranger. Um... But uh, so we were conversing because I made a post that said, you know, black people are dehumanizing Gail and you guys think that it's funny and okay to be doing this. That's not verbatim what I said, but pretty much that's what I was saying. And so he was, he and I were the only ones that were making comments to the status that I made, but you know, he was pretty much his... um. His argument was, or his statements were, you know, we as black men are sick and tired of these two black women putting black men down. And I was saying, my, you know, argument or statements to this is, we are not going to move forward as a culture, as a race. You know what I'm saying? If we are continuously putting each other down, name calling, dehumanizing people and wishing death upon people, because let's be clear, if you make a mistake and I know, like he said, and I know that some of you listening to this may disagree with me and that's fine, but just hear me out. If you make a mistake and let's say it's a repeated mistake, let's say it's a mistake that you make consistently. It's no, it's no longer a mistake. I agree. It's a pattern now, okay? But whether it is a mistake or a pattern, your due diligence to your people, if you are someone that is about progressing forward and elevation and uplifting and educating, because that's what a lot of us need. We need to unlearn and relearn, right? So if you're all about that movement, if you bout it, bout it, okay, then doing things such as wishing death upon somebody and calling them out of their name and tearing them down, especially when they are your own, you know, these are black women that you're doing that to. 
I, I really don't understand how you expect us to move forward. I don't understand how you expect us as black women as a whole, okay, not individually, but how do you expect black women to continuously stick up for you? Because let's be honest, men, black men, I'm talking to you. We are the main ones that have your fucking back, that defend you at all costs, that lay our lives on the line, some of us at times, and that, I mean, we go to bat for you, okay? And we do our best. Those of us that, like I described, that are bad about it, about moving the culture forward, yada, yada, we do our best to educate you, to critique and to criticize you in a healthy way. Now, don't get it twisted. We all fall short, okay? We all make mistakes, okay? Not everybody is perfect. I'm, I damn sure I'm not perfect. I know that I falter and that I make mistakes and that I always, you know... I always do my best to make sure it's like, okay, I review, I replay the situation or the scenario in my head. And if I feel that it is needed for me to apologize because I did not handle it the best way that I could have, that's exactly what I do. And I understand not everybody is there. Because if I'm being completely honest, I know the times that we're living in, people don't want to hear the truth, okay? People don't want to be corrected, people want to always be right and prove they on point and that's it that's all a lie will always take you further than the truth as long as that lie stays interesting i know that but at the same time i do know though that within the black community amongst my people and outside of the black community there are categories and groups if you will that want to be about progression and elevation and moving forward and they want to be about positivity and unlearning the you know the bad stuff and relearning so we can be better as a culture because it starts in home first okay and in home means within the black community within our culture within our race okay so that way it can transcend transcend amongst everyone else Okay. And, and I know for a fact that I'm not the only one, I'm not alone when I talk about these feelings. Um, I know that there are pockets and groups, if you will, that want to see this happen as well, you know, and I even have people that I know on a personal level and people that I know through other, you know, mutual friends or whatever have you, um, associates and whatnot that are not black that you know come to me because they feel comfortable doing so and asking me questions it's like oh my gosh or making statements saying like oh my gosh wow like why are people putting her down like that like what's going on like can you explain to me why you know some black people are mad and then other black people aren't like can you break this down and so you know we have good dialogue and good conversation and i try my best you know, to convey my message so they can understand why some people are upset and why some people aren't. But to to just end this discussion about it, like I, I'm not saying that I completely agree with Gail, but here's the thing. And like I told my, you know, my brother on Facebook, you know, I said, I hear you and I understand where you're coming from. I understand that you, along with other black men, are sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you guys are tired of being put down. 
the same things that I say about us black women. We're tired of being put down as well. But, you know, I digress about black men. Back to that. I understand that you guys are tired of being put down and you guys are tired of feeling as if, you know, the groups of black women, in particular black women, are, they have an agenda to put you down and keep you down. Um, and especially in this case, we lost Kobe to an unforeseen circumstance, an unforeseen tragedy. And I know a lot of people are just like, why the fuck are you even bringing this shit up? You know? And just like he said in his, you know, dialogue with me on Facebook, he's like, you know, like, why wasn't this question asked when he was alive? And, you know, my comeback to him was like, this question was asked when he was alive. It's just that you guys aren't searching for these interviews that occurred when he was here. Um, and like I said, too, fact of the matter is she is a journalist. She was doing her job. Okay. She was asking legitimate questions. And Lisa Leslie handled herself and answered these questions beautifully. We saw a chopped and screwed edit of this interview. It wasn't the complete interview. And people are taking that and just running with it. Like Ari Lennox completely went off. She's an R&B singer. And like I said, Snoop Dogg went off. I mean, just people straight just dehumanizing these women. And regardless of the file, the, the the foul, I'm sorry, the foul, you know, um, shit that Gail and Oprah have done and that people within Hollywood talk about, they're still black women and they're still human beings that deserve respect. That's all I'm saying. And like wishing death on people, that let me tell you something. It would you would be singing a whole different tune if it was you in the high seat. And people forget about redemption when the spotlight ain't on them. But let that spotlight be on you. You're gonna want all the motherfucking redemption and forgiveness in the world. And that's all I gotta say on that. Hey, what you doing, huh? I know you ain't about to change that dial. I know you ain't about to press pause, stop, or none of that. Because the second half of the coffee before the chaos is coming up next. It's February, which is usually always thought of as the month of love, right? Well, mm, half true. It is Black History Month, y'all. So, no matter your race, nationality, or creed, be sure to take time out this month to honor the amazing inventors of our lifetime, doctors, lawyers, public service officers, athletes, artists, and of course, the ancestors that slayed and built this great country. And to my fellow Black kings and queens, keep striving for greatness, breaking barriers, continue breaking the generational curses because you got this and I love you. So the majority of my life, I have not been an open book. I have always been someone that 
is very private. I do not like people in my business. I like to keep my personal life personal to me and everyone that is possibly involved. Um, however, though, I have decided to change that. And though it's not going to happen instantaneously and I'm just about to pour out my heart and soul is something that I am definitely going to have to grow into and morph into because I have a strong desire to be um, a public figure, an influencer, um, if you will. I feel that all of the trials and tribulations and unforeseen circumstances and just life experiences that I've had thus far could really help um, people out there, uh, men, women, um, no matter your race, nationality, or creed, I just really feel, or whatever you identify as as well, I just really feel like my purpose is to be a vessel to help individuals navigate and maneuver through this chaotic life that we all have. Everyone has their own level of chaos that they endure. There is a very, very small, you know, exception to that. There are some people out there that are fortunate enough to not go through shit. They don't ever go through any real trials and tribulations, you know, aside from stubbing their toe and it hurting really bad. You know, some people are so blessed and so fortunate to not even be born into money, but to have parents and or guardians that are damn near perfect. I don't know anybody on a personal level, but I have definitely met some. And let me tell you, I was floored and low key upset because I'm like, well, shit, like what, what makes them so special for them not to have to go through just an eighth of the shit that I've been through, you know? But, you know, I don't I don't feel those feelings now. But when I met certain individuals that were fortunate enough to have that life, you know, I'm just like, well, shit. I mean, you guys, I knew a girl that had her parents were a doctor and a lawyer and they were married. I mean, your like picture perfect family. OK, and. Of course, they were financially stable and the girl was a freaking genius. Like she made good grades in high school and she was like a, a good girl. You know what I mean? She didn't go through quote unquote um, whole phases. And you guys know how I feel about that. But um, anyway, you know, she didn't go through quote unquote whole phases and she met a guy who was from Africa and they fell in love. They they grew into love with one another. And I mean, this man would drink her bath water, I'm sure. And, you know, massage her feet every day. And I mean, just perfect life, okay? And hasn't, didn't go through the bullshit of like having girlfriends that stabbed her in the back and try to fuck her nigga or anything like that. Like she didn't have to be concerned about that because she had amazing friends, amazing parents, amazing supportive family. And ended up with an amazing husband who moved her to Africa because she ended up going back to, you know, the motherland. 
and fell in love with it and they got married here in the states here in the cut in uh north america and god dang i can't talk in <laughs> united in the united states damn and then they ended up moving to to africa you know and i mean like i said i just knew of her because an ex friend of mine was friends with her and so i don't know what their life is like now but yeah so like i was saying most of us do not have that you know most of us we like i said we have our different levels of chaos so let me um get into um sharing some of myself with you all i am an individual that um i'm not gonna say unfortunately because this is me this is a part of my journey in in you know in my experience on this earth so i am trying my best to embrace it and learn from everything um yesterday i had the worst breakdown like mental breakdown that i've had in my life thus far and i really hope and <laughs> i really hope that it's the last one but it was it was really really bad to the point where I had messaged my friend um, and I said, I really think that I need to check myself into a mental facility because my, when I say all I was doing was crying so much, my entire face hurt. I didn't eat anything, you know, so I was hungry and, but I couldn't eat anything because my mouth was even hurting. I was in and out of having like cold sweats and over my body overheating like it was insane you know and I couldn't at times it's like I couldn't catch my breath and I was seriously I seriously did it to myself though and I know some of you are just like well how so like what happened so I have a tendency to always be in my head my therapist you know, gets on my ass about that. Like being in my head about everything, you know, being so hard on myself to where I literally make myself physically sick. You know, I try to do my job as a human, you know, and also the job of the universe, you know, like governing my life and trying to have complete dominion, which I don't. And I know that. And, you know, just different personal things that have been going on in my life that I am not ready to share right now. So, but going through that and then being in my brain about, you know, my business and the different businesses that I'm going to be launching this year and just trying my best to just be as organized and be as productive as uh, along with battling my own demons and dealing with the personal stuff that I'm dealing with. I just really, really am just beating myself up too much, beating myself up about things that are so old that I mean seriously like seriously after I you know calm down 
and everything, I seriously just had to tell myself, like, Jamina, you seriously have got to stop. You are making yourself physically sick. You're giving yourself migraine headaches. You're making yourself, like, damn near hyperventilate. Like, this is this is ridiculous. You're doing this to yourself. All because you don't have complete control. And I know for a Fendi fact, okay, that I am not the only person, and it doesn't matter your gender or whatever you identify as, I know I am not the only person that does this to themselves. And if I am, okay, but I I am pretty sure that I am not. And after that experience, I just told myself, you know what? You sitting up here tripping, impressed, okay, on people that have shown you, Jamina. This is me talking to myself after I calmed down, after I, you know, snapped out of it and everything. I told myself, I said, Jamina, you are sitting up here tripping, impressed on individuals friends and so-called friends and family that have illustrated to you time and time again that they are not 100 plus percent pro you and rooting for you okay they're not you cannot change people you cannot make people see the forest for the trees like you cannot you can lead a horse to water but you cannot make that motherfucker drink and i know this so why do you keep beating yourself up about not being able to alter people and to change people and to get them to see the picture? They're not going to because they don't want to. Because if they wanted to, then they would. Just the same way that I have been through different circumstances, trials and tribulations and whatever have you, and I came out victorious, you know, through whatever circumstance unforeseen trial tribulation does and i have made the conscious decision to be the best version of myself you know doesn't mean that everybody that i come in contact with has the same type of goal agenda for themselves and i need to be okay with that it's one thing to be a vessel to people that actually are in a position to receive what you have to say and what you have to possibly give them advice on and or teach them. But it is another thing for you to try to be that vessel to somebody that ain't with the shits. Okay? And and that's where I'm at. You know, like that's where I'm at in my life. Like I have people, and I know that some of y'all within the sound of my voice listening to me right now, are just like, yeah, girl, I have people like that too. Like people that are supposed to be my friends, but y'all don't never bang my line. I don't even get a damn text. Like I'm always the one that has to reach out. I'm always the one that has to call. I'm always the one that has to, you know, initiate everything. And I'm tired of the shit. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of being the bigger person. I'm tired of always having to be... Like, okay, well, let me apologize to them because I know that I could have done X, Y, and Z different and la, la, la. And then it's almost like 
And I know, I, I'm, I'm sorry, you guys, if I'm jumping around, but it's like I have so much to say pertaining to this. But you know how we'll read different quotes and memes and stuff on social media talking about do not expect, you cannot set yourself up for failure like that. Do not expect you from other people because there's only one of you. That's pretty much what I had to tell myself yesterday. There's only one of me. There is only one Jamina Aisha Carnegie. So why am I expecting these people, these other people that have clearly shown me that they are not, you know, about it for me. They are not <laughs> on the same wavelength with me. They are not going to be supportive of me the same way that I'm supportive of them. They're not in the same place that I am as far as, you know, spiritual growth, as far as coming center within yourself, as far as being the best version of yourself. They're not as, you know, for the culture as what you are. A lot of people like living in their own bubble. And if it don't affect them, they don't give a fuck. But then, like I've said, they be the main ones sitting up here crying, talking about, oh, woe is me. Or, oh, I had a family member die and contribute to the GoFundMe. No, fuck you. Fuck you. All caps. And then it's like, oh, no, Jamina, that's not positive. I thought you was about empowerment. Yes, I am. Yes, I am, sis. Yes, I am, bro. But what I'm not going to do is keep setting myself up for failure, expecting people to give to me exactly what I'm giving to them. If you not, if you not giving it to me, if you not treating me with respect, don't expect it out of me. If you not banging my line, don't expect me to bang yours. Text message, phone call, I don't care. If the only way that you communicate with me is if I post something on, on social media, well, then I guess that's the only way that we about to communicate then. Don't expect me to invite you to my house. Don't expect me to include you in nothing that I do. If I'm out here catching flights, you ain't about to be catching them with me. I can be all that I can be about, you know, positivity, empowerment to the people and for the culture. Okay, and about being the best version of myself. But what I'm not going to continue to be is a motherfucking dummy and a fool sitting up here, setting myself up for failure, getting hurting my own damn feelings for real, for real, because I'm sitting up here crying myself to sleep. And beating myself up and like, oh, no, like maybe I did do something wrong. And what did I do wrong? And oh, my gosh, like, why don't these people like me? And why don't these people rock with me like I rock with them? Why don't they support my business like I support theirs? Why don't they sit up here and include me and stuff? Like I be seeing stuff. I be seeing people kicking it, having fun, doing them with other people, but not including me. I see people sitting up here kicking it and having fun with those who they have chosen to spend their time with, whether that be a boyfriend, just somebody they fucking with, a husband, other family members, or other friends that I may not know, but I'm never included. It, and that's fine. Because like I said, what did they do? They have clearly illustrated to me through their actions and lack thereof, okay, that they ain't rocking with me like that. 
I'm tired of people just picking me up like I'm a bottom of the barrel crumb, you know, or just picking me up whenever it's beneficial for them and convenient for them. Like, nah, time out. And what is so crazy about that too is that when I was 17, you guys, this was back in 2006, the best time of my life because, well, primarily because your girl didn't have too many bills to pay. Okay. And I, I would say that that was the time of my life that I was completely unapologetic. I lived my life fearlessly, exactly the way that I, I am trying to morph into again is exactly how I was back then. And to be perfectly honest, I didn't have these damn problems. I knew exactly who was my friend and who was for me and who wasn't. And I didn't take nobody's bullshit. And somewhere along the way, I lost my way. But that's okay. Because I've had it. I've had it. I'm not repeating the same bullshit that I did when I was in my 20s. I'm done with that shit. I am 31 years old now. And it's time out for all the BS. So if you can relate to any of that, this is my advice to you. If they are not for you, let it go. If they are not supporting you, let it go. If they are not rocking with you, if they do not hit you up to make sure that you got breath in your body, let it go. That's the best advice that I have. Because if you don't let it go, you won't be able to progress forward in life and accomplish the things that you desire to and be all that you desire to be for yourself, whatever that is. Just be about counting your money and minding your business and let everybody else keep riding dick. You sitting up here pressed about who's fucking who, where celebrities are going or all about the drama going on in the city. I ain't got that to do. I really don't. Rock who rocks with you. Support who supports you. And figure out who your audience is. And who your friends are. And which family members are the non-toxic. And stay away from the people that are toxic. Cut them so-called quote-unquote friends off. That don't even act like a friend. How you going to be my friend, but you don't ever make sure that I'm breathing? How you my friend, but you <laughs> you don't support nothing that I do? You don't invite me to anything? You don't include me in anything? How are you my friend? Oh, well, Jamina, people be going through stuff and they have to isolate themselves and, you know, but they might come back around. Okay, well, sis, when you come back around... Good luck on me being there. Like enough is enough. Like you isolate yourself and you rock with who you choose to rock with. Because let me tell you something. You make time for the people that you care about. Point blank period. End of discussion. You can't tell me that it's like, oh, well, I'm busy and I have kids and da, da, da. People love throwing that out there. Like, oh, I got kids. Using that as an excuse. Or, oh, you know, I'm I'm married and da, da, da. Like, okay. Okay. And I'm going to just leave it at that. Like, okay. Yep. 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 You got it. No doubt. 
But what you're not going to do, what people are not going to be able to do this with me anymore. And I hope that for those of you that are like, girl, like I feel you, I'll be going through the same thing. I hope that you are listening to me and that you take heed to what I'm saying. Let it go. Do not allow people to do that to you because you teach people how to treat you by what you allow, what you stop, and what you reinforce. And if you are not about supporting me and being a good friend to me, because being a friend is a relationship. Like we have a friendship and that is our relationship. If I'm the only person working on it, um, uh, this is one-sided and that's a no-go for me. The same thing for a romantic relationship, whether you got a marriage license or not, it doesn't matter. Like if I'm the only person working, if I'm the only one working on this, then it's a no-go for me, dog. Like it's a no, dog. Like I'm done. It's a wrap. It's a whole chicken wrap. Like I'm not, I'm not with the shits no more when it comes to that because I got too much going for me. You know what I'm saying? Your girl, I'm trying to have my career taken off. Like I'm not, I'm not with the shits. I'm just not. I've had it. I've had it. Family member or not, if you was toxic, if you are always trying to argue against me with every single thing that I choose for my life, like it make me feel bad because I choose to be and I have morphed into an open-minded, progressive, liberal individual if you don't like that okay <laughs> and like I'm, I'm just not with it you guys and I really hope like I stated that if you guys can relate to me in any way I really hope that you start rocking with who rocks with you support who supports you and let go of those individuals that are just about bringing you down and trying to make you feel bad for you living your life unapologetically we are here one time, you guys, and I'd be damned, okay? I'd be damned if I continue on for the rest of my life here on this earth. Pressed about individuals who are not for the greater good of me that are not trying to contribute to our relationship as friends, our relationships as whatever family member status I am, whether that's a sister, a cousin, auntie, niece, what, whatever the case. Like if it's not about, if it is not about positivity, if it is not about supporting me, you don't have to like it. But I'm not going to tolerate being put down anymore. I am going to do better at teaching people how to treat me. I am not going to allow you to talk to me any kind of way, be rude and disrespectful and dehumanize me. Mm -mm, nope. I am going to stop it in its tracks and I'm going to set the record straight. Because enough is enough. And I'm not gonna and I'm not going to reward bad behavior. And I damn sure I'm not gonna be and I'm I am actually I should I, I am gonna reinforce what I you know what I feel and what my stance is. 
But I'm not going to sit up here and reward bad behavior and just keep you around just for the sake of saying that I got a bunch of friends or just for the sake of like we've known each other for a long time. Uh uh. Nope. Mm mm. Nope. And just because you family don't mean that I'm going to sit up here and let you talk to me out the side of your neck just because you older than me. Because respect is a two way street. I don't have now. I love now. Y'all know I love to swear. But sis got a very extensive vocabulary. I don't have to swear to get my point across. I might use it for verbal expression because I'm an adult and I can do that. But, you know, if you're an elder, you're a family member, even if you're not a family member, I'm still not going to tolerate disrespect and rudeness from you. And I really hope and pray that those of you that can relate to what I'm saying will choose to do the same thing for yourself because I'm tired of having these breakdowns and being, and also get out of your head. If that is you, if you are anything like me, get the fuck out of your head and stop trying to have dominion over everything because you don't. The God that you have chosen to serve in the universe has the most dominion. We just got a little bit. And all you're responsible for is making sure that you hold yourself accountable for your actions, that you treat people with respect and you respect yourself. You create your boundaries and you teach people how to treat yourselves, you guys. You teach them how to treat you by what you allow, what you stop, and what you reinforce. And I promise myself that I am going to do better at that. And I hope that you guys do the same thing for yourselves as well. And I hope that that made sense to you guys. I hope that, you know, I conveyed my message well. I Sometimes I feel like I'm all over the place. And you have to give me some credit. Like, I am a new podcaster, okay? Um, but I, I just really hope that, you know, I was able to get through to some of you, if not all of you that are listening, um, because I, I really, I really do want to open up a lot more and share a lot more because I have a lot to share and I have a lot about the different things that I've been through in life that could possibly help people. And I just really hope that what I've shared with you guys today has been a help. Um, that's all the time I have for today, you guys. I love you guys so, so much. Uh, remember to smile at a stranger today, even if you're having a bad, pissy day. Try your best to pick one person, smile at them, and try to have a better day than what you're possibly having. Be kind and gentle to yourself. I know I should talk because I'm so hard on myself. I beat myself up. But like I said, starting today, that is going to change. So let's all try to be a lot more kind and gentle to ourselves because we all just out here trying our best, okay? And that's all we can do is try our best. I will holler at y'all next week. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate the continued love and support from you guys. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review for your girl. And as always, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jamina Aisha. 
And you can now text me at 937-689-5948 with any questions, comments, or topics that you may have. Now y'all be easy, kick ass in everything that you do, smile through all the chaos, and I'll holla at y'all next week.